That's good. Ah, tastes like apples. Kids aren't supposed to have those. Uh, It'll make you weird. Uh, On this episode of Dragon Ball <laughs> Z... Two Dumbos in Minecraft talk about the first <laughs> Dragon Ball Z film, The Dead Zone. Gohan, Gohan gets dosed. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Gohan gets dosed. Yeah, well, not really. He does well, it to himself. Yeah, he, the guy says, "Don't eat it." He takes an edible. Yeah, he he drops some drugs. Well, anyways, we should probably say who we are and what we're doing. Uh, I think I already said what we're doing, but um, oh, yeah. What's going on? We're Two fourths, one half of Crosscut Cinema. Yeah, um, we're doing a bonus pod of uh, something that I really enjoy. Uh, guys, bear with us. We've had this the podcast that was supposed to go up for this week has been rescheduled for like we've had to do four different ideas. Yeah, just because of people scheduling conflicts, and then one thing I wanted to do, I found out I wasn't allowed to do. And I'll get, you know, I won't get into that. But overall, like a lot of a lot of things we had prepared and we had been well prepared that we were going to record on the day before and upload. Everything fell through. So me and Franny were like, well, what can we do? Because we suddenly saw us to go up for the people, for the people we love. And um, we realized uh, that I'd been watching DBZ, the show with Franny, like on my rewatch. She like joined in during like a later season. And um we thought, well, we could just review the Dragon Ball Z movies because these movies are insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I have tons to say about them. And and if you guys want to hear my thoughts on, like, the Saiyan saga and generally, like, how, what I know about Dragon Ball Z and, and, dra- and the Dragon Ball series in general and, like, you know, my, I guess you could say, like, my um, my doctorate in Your Dragon Ball. Knowledge. My vast knowledge. If you, if you need that proved... You can check out a video I linked in the description of my other podcast, but it's just me and I review the Saiyan saga and go over it and some comical detail, but just basically explain what happens in the first season of Dragon Ball Z. Now we're reviewing the movie today, The Dead Zone, and for people who don't know, the Dragon Ball Z movies are entirely non-canon. Um, and they're gen- and they tend to be a big deal, a lot of them having theatrical releases in Japan when they come out, like obviously Dragon Ball Z over there, or just Dragon Ball as it's known, is pretty large and very, very popular. Okay, anyway. The Wikipedia. The Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you got it? Yeah, I have a crusty phone, so bear with me, but a I have it. Phone. My phone is falling apart. I need a new one. Dragon Ball Z Dead Zone, originally released theatrically in Japan, was simply Dragon Ball Z, and later as Dragon Ball Z Return My Gohan. (laughs) What? It was called Dragon Ball Z Return My Gohan. Yes. That's adorable. (laughs) For its Japanese VHS and Laserdisc release, is a 1989 Japanese anime fantasy martial arts film, the fourth installment in the Dragon Ball film series. Yes. And the first under the Dragon Ball Z moniker. Yeah. It was originally released in Japan on July 15th at the something film festival, along with 1989 film version of... (laughs) Wait, what is it called? Try it. I want to hear your (laughs) attempt. What what is it going to sound like? Himitsu... 
no a a co a co chan the Don't. first akuma khan movie and the film version of what the fuck <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let's just move. It, it, it released with another popular movie. Got it. Yeah. Okay, great. Franny, what did you think of The Dead Zone or Return My Gohan? Oh, my God. It was a... <laughs> I like to think of it as Return My Gohan. Return My Gohan. Bring it As it Bring was originally supposed to be called. Thank you. Um, This was great. I've recently gotten into Dragon Ball Z. I'm actually wearing Dragon Ball Z sweatpants that are Logan's that I stole. Yes. Um, Yeah, it was... The animation style was so fucking cool. You can tell there's a difference for like the theatrical yeah, version. Yeah, they, they get like a little bit more money. Yeah. And they get to do it up a little differently because one of the things you'll get from the animation, as good as it is, is like if you look at some of those panels in HD as yeah. I have them uh, in 4K. And they don't get to like slow down and like make scenes like really cool. Yeah, like know? they don't get to do a lot of artistic integrity choices. They get a lot done in those like 20 minute episodes. Mm -hmm. But the to be able to slow down a fight like this and like animate the fuck out of it was so cool. And make, and everything was like, it had its own aesthetic. It had its mm -hmm. own like, like the great thing about the films and I think Franny will see this because uh, I think we're going to review more of these. Um, but for anyone will see this across the movies is that each one is also artistically a little different and has its own identity. Yeah. You know, like there's a world of different, if you guys are into Dragon Ball Z movies, you know that there's a world of difference between like the dead zone and wrath of the dragon. Mm -hmm. Like they're vastly different creations and artistically completely opposite of each other. Like this, this really gets to this one. I like because Dragon Ball at its core is an action adventure comedy. Yeah. You know, especially early Dragon Ball, it kind of got more serious as he, as you know, the audience matured and Akira Toriyama. For him, it was only a week, but for us, it was a long time. He, do you know that he only like stopped for a week between Goku being like seventeen and Goku having a child? It was like a week break in the in the manga, which is pretty crazy. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, that time jump for him was like instant. But he just knew that once he wanted Goku to be older, so he could mature the story. Yeah, and to I mean, even to get as detailed into like Gohan's story, mm -hmm. if he would have started at the really young age of Goku and continued on, yeah. we yeah. wouldn't have gotten any of that. Yeah, I mean, it, if he would have just like people always talk about how meticulous he is with time, but they hate sometimes his time jumps. I think he is an, a writer who completely gets time jumps and understands yeah. like the first goal of your time jump is it needs to be for a significant reason and you need to be able to like have shown how these characters have changed without directly being like now Krillin works at the gap like <laughs> you know what I mean like there's so many there's yeah, so don't many shows cheapen it. let it speak for itself yeah like sh reflect how these characters have changed in by telling the fucking story by telling the story and seeing regurgitating them, like obviously uh in this movie it's so early on that the character of Piccolo is still kind of seen as like an anti-hero or like a villain you want to root for versus obviously i mean spoilers for dragon ball z guys if you guys are listening to this and you care at all you know the story anyway <laughs> anybody who cares about my dragon ball z review has seen everything already um because yeah. it's just been out there for so long maybe not super maybe you're like me and you're dragging on super a little bit because you you review films for a, a job and you have to watch a lot of stuff but uh <laughs> Um, you'll know the, like the the character of Piccolo just so drastically changes because the Piccolo that the modern audience knows 
would find the one in dead zone kind of strange. Do you agree? Yeah. Well, especially being the more modern audience myself, I didn't know about Dragon Ball Z until we started dating and I didn't watch it with you until very recent years. Yeah. Uh, and when we did watch it guys full disclosure franny's only now discovering how magical magical it is yeah because i had shown her stuff in the past and she's just been like mm, i'm okay well i used to not partake as yeah much. exactly uh fun fact guys dragon ball z is an even better watch in minecraft and Definitely. That's, that's a definitive fact mm-hmm. um if you know what i'm saying but uh yeah, and, and like it might be startling for you how Piccolo acted that way. Oh yeah, and like especially as sporadically as I've seen Dragon Ball Z too, we've done a lot of our own time jumps because I've only like watched certain certain because sagas you, you jump and certain as shit. I was watching it. Yeah, exactly. I'll like jump in and then we'll just like start wherever you are. Um, it's always hard to track where I am with it's supposed to be with Piccolo, <laughs> but I do like that the movies are aren't attainable thing for like a newer audience to that, see and that's what i was getting to the yeah. non-canonness of it does two things for the film for one if there is something you need to know relevant to the active canon the characters will outright tell you it, definitely <laughs> like, i i was given all the knowledge i would need to understand this film mm-hmm. if and, i had the very basic knowledge of like what these characters are and the dialogue they do give you and the storytelling they deliver you're fine yeah you can totally that's the best thing about the movies is you can watch the first movie to the last movie and not watch one fucking episode of z and you'll understand uh all those storylines and you'll appreciate them like i think that even if you don't like dragon ball z you can appreciate like i feel like the movie fans are slightly different than the anime fans i'm fans of i'm a fan of all of it but there's people who like the anime who hate the movies because they're non-canon. Pretty much solely for Yeah, that. I was going to ask if people like are pissy about it not being canon. And, and then there's people who only like the movies. And that's really? like a real subset of people because they say like the anime is so drawn out. Yeah. There's so much filler. Like, like, you know, one of the most popular episodes of Dragon Ball Z is the driving episode. And the whole episode is just Goku and Piccolo in 80s clothing trying to get their driver's license. That's the episode. I love that. It's though. a great episode. And it's super funny. But for people who care more about the overarching story and elements of Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, the villains and, and the hero arc of Gohan and everything, yeah. people find the show to be kind of tedious, whereas, like, the movies, it's a beginning and end. You get a full result out of it. Are there, like, guides out there for, like, the episodes you need to watch to understand so, the so, storyline? Yes. And then also, this the show Dragon Ball Z is so huge that later they came out with a thing called Dragon Ball Z Kai. And Dragon Ball Z Kai is the show reanimated with better animation. Wow. And it skips all the filler. Whoa, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and fun little thing about that. The only reason I don't like Dragon Ball Z Kai... I, I do like Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'm sorry, we're going off here, but I think this is a relevant conversation for fans, and you're the only ones who are going to care and about people, this. Because I feel like anime is getting such a push lately. I feel like there's a lot of newer fans of yeah. like this kind of stuff. Like It's getting a resurgence. So with Dragon Ball Z Kai, my biggest issue is that the person who originally made the music for Kai... The thing about Dragon Ball Z is it's more than the action. People don't really believe that, but it's true. Oh, it is. It's, it, it is. There's artistic there's choices. There's drama, too. And there's, and there's like literal visual choices. And then on top of that, and this is my big thing, is that the music is really important. Because this show does nev- never has quiet moments. Like, because it's such a pace, like, 
keeping with the pace and like quick action, you know, to it. Like things are happening constantly. Um, a musical lull moment is like they play like melancholy music as like, you know, one of the characters is doing something innocent. But there really aren't many silent moments in the show. The show is very like ha- very much has a soundtrack. And the Dragon Ball Z Kai soundtrack was really great, but then it, it turned out that the guy who did the track stole all the music. Really? All of it was stolen from other projects, Terminator, uh, some other orchestral things. So then the music was pulled, and now Dragon Ball Z Kai only has music that really doesn't match it. Mm. And it, it ruins the show, like in my opinion. I know that people like Kai because you can get, it's the animation's a little better, and you can get through the whole thing. I feel like, but for me, it's a very certain audience that cares about like the full aesthetic of like mm-hmm. the music and stuff. You know, I definitely didn't care enough to like notice that kind of stuff before mm-hmm. we started really watching movies together. Yeah, I started actually paying attention. Yeah, so I could see why somebody. I feel like that would piss me off now. Mm-hmm. But before you wouldn't have minded. Before I wouldn't have cared, and also like. It came out like 10 years after. So kids were watching it. And like I was a kid who was watching it on Toonami and Cartoon Network Mm -hmm. and shit. And then the generation pretty much after me, the ones that are like 14 to 16 now, those kids watched it on Nickelodeon as Dragon Ball Z Kai. This was on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kai was on Nickelodeon. Oh, wow. Uh, Also, it was slightly less violent uh was another thing that's They'd, stupid no 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 i mean like by slightly i mean you know how like some characters would be dripping blood and shit oh yeah just clean it they up they cleaned a little up bit. the blood you know when when goku had a giant fucking hole in his stomach <laughs> instead of it being red they drew it in as black <laughs> stuff like that like little things and i think that that was good too i think that the, yeah. that version was a lot more digestible they only recast the two voice actors so it was pretty much the same um, and I know that the people who did the show, like the voice actors, like Sean Schemmel, I know people have a big opinion about him and Kyle Herbert and stuff were like, I, I like Dragon Ball Z Kai more because they let us add on performances. And also it was a giant chance to redo performances that we didn't like, you know, oh, wow. it was an entire retake. It was like, cause things were so cheap at Funimation when they were reporting these movies and these shows. Like, I promise you this dead zone movie, we just watched this masterpiece they probably had two months to voice it. That's insane. Isn't that insane? Because how beautiful it looks. And you know yeah. that the people who animated it took a long time. And, and okay, am I stupid? But this was like hand-drawn animation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yes. Crazy. Very, very light computer like animation. Very, very little. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was made in 89. Yeah, that's just crazy. It, it's so beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. It looks like a painting half and, the time. And I think that Dragon Ball Z Kai, uh, I think that that version of the show is good for the people who really liked the, the visual of Dragon Ball Z. But like I said, I think it, with it lacking the, the music, or, or if they could just pay off the people that, they, that the music was for, you know, like, yeah. and then put out the stolen music, but like pay the artists, you know? Or put better music on it. Yeah, exactly. All they did was use the old show's music. That's that's and it, weird. It just didn't match, right? In yeah. my opinion, I have two seasons of it, so I could show you at some point. But um, it feels like it's kind of soulless. Yeah, I think that with the music being tacked on that way, it took all the heart out of it. Mm-hmm. But it did have heart originally. I I really liked Kai at first. Um, I was getting the Kai Blu-rays really early before they had to start editing them. So I have two that have the old music on it. 
Oh, that's really cool. But it's still like, it sucks that I don't have the whole thing. And as a result, with it being the old music and it not matching, I like the older show better. Plus the older show, like if you have issues with those fillers, dude, just lame. Like you just, you just don't enjoy the characters then because the fillers, the filler episodes of Dragon Ball Z are amazing. There's an episode where they play fucking baseball. It's awesome. I mean, filler lets you live in the world. Yeah. It's like side quests. It's, yeah. it, it's Avengers Age of Ultron. Anyway, not the point. Let's get back. We'll, this we'll, feels like filler, though. The movies kind of feel like filler because it's like a side quest. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, there are certain things that, like, will happen in the movies and then it will be reflected in the anime. But the but Akira Toriyama just says, well, if any of those things don't match, it's just the fact that it didn't go down the way that you think it did. Like, the movie's are not accurate mm. but some of the things that happened in the movies could have happened in their past yeah like i feel like the fact that goku or gohan did save the world at such a young age like definitely is reflected in the show mm -hmm. or like uh like for instance there's a there's a point uh we're we're gonna talk about garlic jr for a second yeah we need to get back to the plot of this movie yeah and also th this plays into it so garlic jr is a another polarizing character because not because of this movie though people love him in this movie the issue with garlic jr is that there's an arc in the show that brings garlic jr back oh really and garlic jr basically turns half the world into like zombies that work for him <laughs> and the people who fight him off are gohan krillin and piccolo and people really don't like that arc i think it's a good arc i think it's funny i don't think it's like too serious you know but people hate that episode set a lot. And as a result, hate Garlic Jr. and want to reject the movie now and like, you know, a reaction to that. I think you'd actually like it. Did our dogs just bark at each other? Yeah. Stop. Dwight, respect her space. Come here. Yeah, dude, don't be such a fucking weirdo, dude. Yes, quit manspreading. Our dogs are ridiculous. Anyway, but let's get back to the movie. Sorry we talked so much about other stuff, but we just, I love Dragon Ball Z, and plus it's a 45-minute movie, so how yeah, much can we Yeah, we gotta, really we gotta give it? you some juice. <laughs> how much can we actually review it? Uh, all right, cool. So the, basically the movie is about little Gohan. He wears that little outfit that his dad got him. I didn't even put together that that was a dragon ball on his yes. head. Like it wasn't just a decoration. No, it was a dragon ball on his head. That, okay, that seems a little reckless. But you okay, you have to understand though. Goku, very few people even know the dragon balls exist, right? Like it's like not a known thing. Unless oh. like you actually summoned the dragon before. Maybe you've heard like, you know, stories or something, but... They're spread across the earth at opposite ends of the earth every single time they're wished on. So they mm -hmm. shoot all over the planet. And you ha and in order for to make a wish, you have to find them all. It's like a giant geocaching scavenger hunt. <laughs> and they even have like a geocaching little device that tells them where the balls are. But um, most people don't even know they exist. And the four-star Dragon Ball was Goku's foster grandfather, Grandpa Gohan, was like, that was like his prized possession because nobody had found the Dragon Balls in like grandpa gohan's whole lifetime he held wow. on to the four star ball his whole life and so as a result the four star ball is like a sacred relic yeah. to goku because it's basically the last like remnant of his grandfather of his grandpa gohan and and that's why oh, and he named his kid after gohan. him yeah exactly like so the four star ball as a result is kind of an emblem of the whole show but specifically goku there's a lot of people who think like you know, like the show's going to have some sort of ending where it's like, you know, the, for a long time they thought this anyway. It didn't go down this way. People thought in some way he was going to become the four-star Dragon Ball. You oh, know? wow. 
but like that's not exactly what happened but it was it was a it's such an a repeating thing of like the four star Dragon Balls Goku's like thing. It's like his Dragon Ball. It's always the one he finds first, and even if he doesn't collect the rest, he always and goes and finds the f- fourth one. Wow, that's like it's like a soul tie. Mm-hmm. It's like his special thing, you know, because until he met Bulma in the anime, he only, he lived in the woods with his grandfather and just his grandfather, you know, yeah. lived out in the wilderness. It's like it's his religion, you know. So that's why it makes sense that he would have the ball and not only that, but honor his son by having him like pretty much dressed in his grandfather's garbs, like in the kind of clothes he wore and then holding the four star ball. Um, Doesn't mean it's not a little reckless, but Goku's not exactly the smartest guy on the planet. Yeah, Aren't they? Didn't they have this child very young? They're very young, right? They're like 20. Hold on. Let me find out when Goku had Gohan, how old. I love thinking about that. Like just how reckless these these little or how about the fact that Goku lost a fight to Chi-Chi and that's why they're married? I love that. That's hot. I know. We I I I so think they're a couple goals. Yeah, definitely. But that's just crazy like and like they live in the woods and shit. That's something I you recently put together for me in the show. Like I didn't think about them as like where they exist. Yeah. But like yeah, they're just like fucking living in the woods. Yeah, Chi-Chi sees literally only Goku's friends when they come by and her family. That's insane. Because her world is so small. Yeah, or or but her, also so she big. lives she lives near her um King her father King Yama though. That's also something. Yeah, he was he was twenty three years old when he had him. A baby. Yeah, twenty three year old had a little baby. Oh my god. And the baby's <laughs> just fucking around. Yep. Saving the world and shit. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second. I might I might actually be have that wrong. Give me a second. Uh, Dragon Ball Z kicks younger. off with the Saiyan saga, which starts off with a 23-year-old Goku raising his son. His son was four. He was 19. Oh, wow. What's that noise? I burped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So he had that kid when he was 19. Oh, God. I was about to say, I thought they were a lot younger than 23. 23 is not that young. And I think Chi-Chi was younger than Goku, so... <laughs> I think she was like 17 Goku and his child bride. Yeah, Go- Goku is a fucking chomo all of a sudden. <laughs> oh my God. Or she they're might, she might actually, you know what? She shit. might've been older. I know that they're not the same age though. And like they just have this baby dressed in his grandfather's outfit. Well, it's like. Running it, around with the magic ball on his yeah, head. It's kind of like his outfit, you know? Yeah. But like, not exactly. I mean, the whole thing just seems a little ridiculous, but I love it. It's kind of cute, though, right? Like, yeah. just like a, like the, the idea of a simple life. And whenever they're not defending the Earth, they just live in peace. I think in Super, I think Goku becomes a fucking farmer. Wow. Because so much time passes in between a major, like, cataclysmic event. So, he, like, becomes a farmer. I love that. Yeah, like it's. I like that for him. It's really not like. Of course, he's like still obsessed with training and is yeah. a terrible farmer. But at least <laughs> it's like, you know, nobody's like Goku's probably gonna die next week when he <laughs> fights fucking blah blah blah. They're just like Goku's gonna go chop some carrots and then go train for like six days. <laughs> it's it but doesn't it, sound too bad. It's a simple life, and yeah. I I think that those characters are endearing for that reason. Like, if you really think about it, Dragon Ball Z is a story about how a bunch of like low income fucking <laughs> fucking poor ass fucking hillbilly white people save the earth every once in a while and don't <laughs> and don't ask for any thank yous like the ultimate southern hospitality i realize they're not actually white but like they give off white people vibes yeah. living living out in the fucking woods and shit definitely white people bullshit 
she's like cooking and like she could she has like a fucking gajillion matching dishes that he eats they eat fucking dirties up every night because of how much food he eats yeah that's some country shit but this this show highlights how Chi Chi's a bad bitch, or this movie highlighted how Chi Chi's a bad bitch. Yeah, she was like, Gohan, to. go inside. I'm about to fuck yeah. this motherfucker up. So what happens is go, go, Goku's out taking a fucking bath. And fishing. And fishing. Mm-hmm. And. You see his ass in this movie. The yeah. fucking Spice Boys come and. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's these characters. I don't know if this is like, I know that some of this happens. But I know that some, like, dubbing is, like, really bad, like, when they translate. But I also know that Akira Toriyama loves naming shit after vegetables. So I don't know if the guy's real name was Ginger Snaps. But if it is, that's awesome. It was, like, Ginger and then, like, the fucking Mr. Garlic or... Garlic Jr., baby! Ridiculous. You don't like Garlic Jr.? I love it. But Garlic Jr. and his Spice Boys, they came and... There's, Gohan. there's a lot of criticism of garlic jr too i have to mention yeah that people would want me to mention there's a character named emperor pilaf in the anime is very i think it's very similar like to garlic pilaf jr. rice yeah <laughs> uh emperor pilaf yes you know what i mean like the yeah. shows the show is a comedy and, and i can i fucking love the names bibbity boppity and boo yeah bibbity like, bobbity boo guys she doesn't know what's gonna happen with that she doesn't no, realize I, that i'm she very early this. on but she's, I like the names. She's gonna, guys. She hasn't. Yeah, even, don't spoil it for she's me. She's gonna love this. She's no spoilers in the comments. Yeah, so she's watching this shit. Can't fresh. look. Anyway, uh, so this Emperor Pilaf guy, <laughs> I'm just gonna show you a picture of him, and you tell me if he's literally not just a carbon copy of this character. But people get a little upset about that too. Anyway, so Gohan's getting kidnapped because he's got a fucking Dragon Ball on Dragon his head. Dragon Ball on his head and shit, and. Of course, Goku finds out about it and goes to his friend's house. But Chi Chi does try to fucking fuck him up. Yeah, no, the movie starts with what with what I when I first saw this when I was a kid. This is what I really thought. King Yemma starts to fall to the ground and grabs his heart. Well, I had seen someone have a heart oh attack. Oh my god, I thought it was going to be a heart attack. I had too. seen someone have a heart That's attack that week. Oh my god, really? So I was so so genuinely concerned <gasps> he was having a heart attack. <coughs> That's so scary. John, John, if you're out there, you know this story. You know that we literally saw a dude have a heart attack and then watched this movie and then we thought he was having a heart attack. Oh. Anyway, do you think this looks like Garlic Jr.? That does look like Garlic Jr. <laughs> little Emperor P. Love, he's holding a little Dragon Ball. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so it is similar. But yeah, so it starts with what you think is a heart attack, but then it turns out <laughs> it's the it's the Spice Boys and they've they've knocked him out. They're, they they fuck up chi chi with some with some jujitsu and shit and then they take gohan and gohan his bitch ass i swear to god he's such a little punk listen he's i think he's, he's such a little wimpo. i think he's four years old you know what <laughs> i think he's four years old right now maybe five years old. the other the his brother what's his name goten goten um was a badass bitch by the time he was four all right for the record, he was seven in the anime, so... He was seven. Okay, he had three years on this guy. But Gohan's arms are better at four than Goten's at seven. Yeah. <laughs> Goten's kind of looks like a bitch, to be real. But he is seven, so there's that. <laughs> but, um... Let's <laughs> just body shame these <laughs> body children. Shame go- these, these, these... Animated children. Animated children all all voice act by adult women. Really? Always, always. If you hear a a boy in an, in a t- TV show, I of guess any kind, that makes sense. 
I mean, Bart Simpson was voiced by a lady. Wow. You know? I guess, like, the only one I can think of that's, like, a little boy is, like, Stewie Griffin is voiced by Seth MacFarlane, but that's kind of a, a niche thing. But that's a thing. weird kid voice. And Garlic Jr. has Stewie Griffin energy. Yeah. 100%. Because Garlic Jr.'s whole thing is his father was taken out. You know, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? We had to talk about the the whole finding them thing. So Goku goes to his friend's house, has the dragon radar. Krillin's like, oh my god, my fucking buddy's gonna die. Oh my god, Gohan is kidnapped. And like right before, or right after Goku leaves, you see Krillin jump out of the house and be like, goodbye. And like kind of be worried that his friend was gonna be dead. Which plays into something later. Yeah. So... Goku shows up, there's the Spice Boys, they're hanging out, and the whole time while he's looking for Gohan, Gohan was introduced to Garlic Jr., and he's like, that kid seems like he's fly as fuck, I'm gonna make him one of my boys. So they're trying to, like, train him and contract him to, you know, be a mercenary for Garlic Jr., which is insane, because he's four. But then, <laughs> the, the he accidentally eats an apple from one of their weird trees and starts tripping balls yeah that was amazing i was not expecting that at all it wasn't it awesome that was awesome the blue dinosaurs and him like marching like he's in like the fucking weird ass japanese army how of some did sort. american audiences react to that you know i actually don't know i bet it, it wouldn't surprise me if that was cut from the version on tv mm-hmm. because maybe it's just the fact that i've aged and you know i watched a lot of this stuff when i was really young but just recently I rewatched it, maybe a couple of months ago, and I thought, oh my God, he gets high in this movie. And I never re- I never remembered that or realized yeah. that. That could just be because I was innocent at the time, but yeah. it could also be because maybe I have, you know, since I have the DVD, maybe I have the full version or something. Yeah, because that wouldn't surprise me if they cut that for American audiences. It's only like a minute or two minute scene. Yeah. And Although I it, mean, it explains so much because later he's, he's giving Krillin a tripping. golden shower too. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. And he's literally tripping. Like, a lot of the best animation in this movie happens while the kid is tripping balls. Yep, and this hiccuping. Yeah, and he sees, like, little, um, he sees a, you said a dinosaur. Yeah, blue dinosaurs. A blue dinosaur, and, and he sees, like, a bunch of, like, little people that, like. Like, fuzzy people look, and yeah, stuff. And, yeah, they look like little puppets. And he's fucked up. It's adorable. It's it's probably the most wholesome dosing scene in his yeah. in, in cinema. <laughs> because this is one where I'm like, I understand that he's a child, but one, he's not scared, which is good. Mm-hmm. He's he's vibing. <laughs> he's riding it. Yeah. Uh, but he, just, like, prom- he promptly falls asleep too. But what the other thing is he's not actually human, so that yeah. is that's something to consider. He is like a super powerful being, so you know what I mean? Like I have, I have full confidence that if someone would try to take advantage of Gohan, he would turn into a giant ape and stomp them to death. Oh yeah. So anyway, my bad. Okay. So that all happens. Uh, you see really early in the movie, like before even like the DBZ like music plays, that something happened to Piccolo because you just see him like screaming. And uh, you think that he got like got by these ginger boys, but no, he comes back. <laughs> Full diva mode, full like fit on. He kind of Piccolo kind of dresses like a diva a little bit, don't you think? Oh yeah. Well, he Piccolo like- is Piccolo and um, Goku have such sexual tension <laughs> in this movie. 
They you literally can can't, they can't keep their hands off each other. They right can't after, keep their clothes on together. Right after, right after they supposedly kill Garlic Jr., even though in the movie, you guys should know, Garlic Jr. Uh, wish, wishes to be immortal, so he can't be killed. But they think, because they're dumb, that they killed him. So they're like, let's fight. And they start slapping each other. Yeah, like, and it's what like, a weird way to like, redirect Get your hands off each other, please, dear yeah, God. Yeah, they just like need to be in physical contact still. They're already not wearing all their clothes like they're ready it's it's just i love it i Um, love that it that it's such a blatant part of the movie i just love like after that arc is done like after like it's so early into the anime where piccolo and goku are bros like so it's crazy that there's like two or three movies where they're like it's almost like Akira Toriyama wanted to be like aren't they like kind of sexy with each other when they're mad it's a will they won't they yeah (laughs) Like it is odd that like in the anime they they I mean that's the beginning arc they join together and they fight raditz together and they're boys you know it's fucked up that there's so many movies like I think there's like two or three where like they have that tension there and it's like yeah, that was like five seconds of the anime what the fuck why does he want to write this so he's bad he's milking the best parts yeah he's just like oh, sh- the biggest mistake I've ever made was having them not fuck yeah the biggest mistake I ever made in the anime that's the next movie that comes out it's just the fucking Battle of the Dongs. Battle of the Dongs. Instead of Battle of the Gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. Instead of Resurrection F, it's Erection A. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no. Um. So the movie, Um. the whole time he's talking about, like, you know, uh, Kami comes and he's like, bruh, like your, ass- your dad was an asshole too. And Garlic Jr. is like, fuck you. And then you find, you hear the backstory of like, you know, Garlic Sr. was almost the guardian of the earth, but they landed on Kami because Garlic Garlic Sr., you could tell he was an asshole. Yeah. You know, he he wanted the power too bad. You know, any day someone could have called HR on him. And, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Garlic, Garlic Sr. was not a cool guy. So, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kami's fighting with Garlic Jr. He finds out he's immortal and, and like Kami's so desperate to kill him. He's like, I'm going to blow myself up. And Garlic Jr. has to remind him, you will die and I won't. And <laughs> it's like, holy shit, Kami, pull it together and think shit through. Even Garlic Jr. is like, don't do that. That's a waste. Why are you going to kill yourself? It's not going to help you at all. I know. And yet they're so convinced that they killed him when they fucking did that. It is, it is odd, dummies. right? It is It's because they were so distracted by each That's other. That's what I think. I think Kami was like, Kami's this level, which I love that his name is Kami. Like, it's so funny to say that Kami a whole bunch. But, um, I, cause he's like all about peace and like protecting everybody and it's a Japanese show. But anyway, um, he's all like so desperate to end this that like the moment he thinks it's over, like, great, I can go back to bed. Like, I feel like he's tired. Mm-hmm. And like Goku and Piccolo are just like, oh my God, he's right there. Yeah. I want to touch his big yeah. pink fleshy like, arms. Oh, we need to stay out a little longer. It's time for us to fight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, meanwhile, Chi-Chi's like, where's my son? Oh, no. And Goku's like, hold on, we're sparring. (laughs) I don't know where our son went. Yeah. He's under some rocks right now, which Franny did not notice at first. I don't know how I missed it. So there's a moment where- I think our dog was being an asshole. There's a moment where Garlic Jr.'s like, fuck you guys, I'm going to send you to the fucking dead zone, the ghost dimension and shit, and then I'm going to rule the earth. And, um- 
Gohan was under some rock. So originally I told Franny, Gohan's under some rock. She's like, oh no. And then like we get to that part and she goes, oh my God, thank God Gohan was under some rocks because he didn't yeah. like fly into the fucking thing at first. But then he gets out and he, he like stone cold Steve Austin's like fucking that dude's ass. Like he knocks Garlic Jr. into his own dead zone. And then the irony is like, yeah, he's immortal, but he's immortal in like a ghost dimension yeah. forever. Hilarious. And awesome. And awesome. And they made like the like dimension like crack into pieces and go underwater and you see him like stuck in a piece of the dimension. And the whole time Krillin showed up to help and all that he really did was drop a child and drink piece. So yeah. uh, why did you come at all, buddy? I mean, I feel like that's exactly what he wanted to do. I don't think so. <laughs> He's a good guy. We were talking about Gohan and that character and how like crazy it is that he's like such a prodigy. In in two different ways. I mean, yeah. he's incredibly smart, but also he's this half breed of Saiyan and human. And because of that, like the way Saiyans work is when they lose a battle, they like get stronger as long as they don't die. Yeah. But I guess for some reason the humanity in Gohan makes it to where he gets stronger every time he fights no matter what. Oh, wow. So, like, he has endless potential is the argument. He never has to actually lose in order to become better. It's, yeah. like, not, like, a secular thing for him. And instead of becoming what should be the most powerful being to ever, like, walk the face of the universe, he decides he's going to be a librarian. <laughs> that's real that feels like a fuck you to the universe that's like dude if, if you think that gohan's some lame puss you're wrong because he did the most punk rock move of all time he said epic destiny who <laughs> i'm gonna read catcher in the rye every day knowing that i'm the phony <laughs> yeah it's wild. It's because he's a mama's boy. Mama raised him right. Yeah, Chi Chi was like, You're not gonna you're gonna fucking be a little loser your whole life. Yeah, That's you're not my gonna plan. Fuck around. You're not gonna be like your dad and always be gone and then die promptly. But the fun fact is in this movie, uh this like this moment was the first time Gohan ever fought because Raddus Raddus hasn't happened yet. Oh wow. So because obviously the it's non canon, so yeah. like the whole Raditz Goku Piccolo arc hasn't happened. So Gohan's never done any sort of physical fighting action movements at all. He's literally pussy. Like he's nothing. Yeah, he's four. He's, he's just a four-year-old. He's a fucking tiny little four-year-old who could fucking just get hit with get who, hit on the wrong side of the head and just die. Who recently got high? Yeah, who got high for the first time and is jonesing. Yeah, and that's why he's so mad and's got a headache. Oh my god! But it's so funny. So like after he saves everybody's ass, he like goes up to his dad yeah, and like thinks his to. dad saved everybody and then like goku has like this which it's really funny everybody has like this moment where they're taken back by that but then also goku has this moment where he's thinking do i tell chi chi do i not i'm gonna not tell her for now and i'm not gonna have him not fight and that's one of the only times i think pretty much in all of dragon ball z like that's like one of five times where you see goku trying to honor gohan's decision to not be a fighter oh wow you know what i mean because a lot there's so much peril going on all the time goku in a lot of situations have has forced gohan to fight being like yeah. the the fucking planet needs you i'm sorry like i'm sorry that this is our burden but it's yours too there's nothing we can do about it but this is one of the times where it was early enough and he was he was you know i guess you could say he was foolish enough to think that his son wouldn't have to be a part of it 
Yeah. And there's like a couple of other times where he did that, where he was like, I'm going to honor the fact that like, Chi-Chi doesn't want you to be a fighter and I want you to just be a kid. You should just be a kid. And it's a nice moment. You know, I like it. I think yeah. that if people don't understand the weight of the whole series, that moment isn't as like serious to them. But when you've watched all of it and you get, you'll derive so much more meaning from it. Cause you're like, fuck that was like before he really knew how horrible the world was going to be. Yeah. And like just seeing like Chi Chi with her son too. Mm -hmm. And like how she's trying to protect him. And trying to like, like the only thing I can get you for your birthday is books like nearly to like an indoctrination, maybe a little bit of an Asian stereotype level of wanting him to study. Um, but it's still cute because like, you know, King Yim is bringing it in the form of gifts and the, yeah. you know, this kid's living like a simple life where his dad goes fishing and you know, he lives out in the woods and he just fucking plays with animals and fucking studies all the time. That's a, that sounds like a great life. Yeah. And then he saves the world casually. Yep. Unknowingly. Unknowingly. You know, it's, it's a, it's a tough moment to think about it. Cause the rest of the movie is just more of like a fun kind of romp but the, that end note is like oh shit like that that shit was like foreshadowing as fuck that that was not how things were gonna yeah. be like that gohan was gonna be saving the day a lot and is really the hero of the story a lot of the time wow. a, lot of pe- a lot of people don't give him credit but dragon ball z is so much more of a gohan hero story and dragon ball is so much of a goku one you know i mean i just feel like gohan is such an such a big character because i feel like goku is like almost like more simple yeah you know like his depth comes from like being in the middle of a fight yeah versus like how gohan like inner struggles and shit yeah and also he's the he's our entrance level character because if you watched the anime when you were a kid you literally grew up with gohan a little bit Mm -hmm. like that gradual change over time with like the seasons disseminating out year after year you like are starting to get and like the time oh shit jumps. yeah and the time jumps like you're starting to think of yourself as like the gohan character in some ways and that's why a lot of people's favorite characters are trunks and go gohan because they're like you know kids yeah that grew up together and mm-hmm. we're both and you don't even know both trunks arcs do you no. do you know about the other trunks well, at i all? do know a little bit about it yeah we watched some of that recently mm-hmm. so yeah but anyway my point is is like this movie's really good because it's a Gohan story that's like entirely innocent. Mm-hmm. And it, as a result, it was just like a really fun romp. Like, I think this is one of the better ones that people don't revisit ever because it's so much older. That's crazy. It's insane that there's shit from this back in 89 and they're still making more. I bet you anything, this is in no one's top five. Wow. It was really good. But the other Dragon Ball Z movies are also really, like, I'm going to really rate this high. Really? Okay, good. Uh, Go ahead and give your rating then. Okay, I'm going to say this movie was an 8. Wow, that's awesome. Dude, you're going to like the other animated so much then? I really liked it. And I thought like I wouldn't really give a fuck about this movie, to be honest with you. But it was good. Yeah. It was fun too. Yeah, it was. That's the most important thing is it's like, yeah, there was a serious struggle, but it was actually fun. I had really low expectations and it obviously exceeded all my really low expectations, but like it was like genuinely fun to watch Mm -hmm. and like the high scene is really funny too yeah definitely and i like how it's just a little throwaway side story pretty much anybody can watch it i just burped again (laughs) that was awesome the way you did it too (laughs) anyway anyways uh, that was insane (laughs) um 
Yeah, no, this is this is a good one to revisit. I think that some of the Dragon Ball Z movies are like you watch it once and you're like, oh my god, I'll never watch. Like that was yeah. good, but there's no way I can get through that again, just because like so much happens and like you know you get a you get emotionally distraught sometimes with these damn movies. But this is one that's so low stakes, you know? Like, at no point did I really think Goku was going to fucking fall into the dead zone. You know what I mean? Because they can't write him out of that. Yeah. So, for me, I was like, you know, this is such a low stakes one. Oh, that one. is a good point that it that the movies do feel kind of low stakes, but it's fine. But, 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 no, but some of them don't. Some of them, the, the shit gets so real that it you're your disbelief is suspended effectively. Oh, really? Like, like I've definitely watched a Dragon Ball Z movie and been like, oh my God, this motherfucker's about to kill Goku. I'm excited to journey. And they will kill them. people. So, wow. So that's why I say this one's low stakes, but they'll kill people in those side movies. They will, because it's non-canon. They'll yeah. kill motherfuckers. They wow. will do it. You fucking wait. <laughs> I promise. They'll kill people. That's, that's insane. Dragon Ball Z, I also consider to be a masterpiece because they never hold back. They will yeah. kill whoever they want. And some people just won't come back. <laughs> They'll just be like, you've been wished back too much with the with the Dragon Balls. You just have to be dead now. Sorry. Yeah, I feel like they kill Goku a lot. I think Goku's died. Let me really think about it. In like in regular Z, he's died twice. Twice is a lot. Yeah. Twice is a lot. Yeah, I mean, he can't be wished back with the Dragon Balls in, in the boot, the, the thing we're watching right now. That's why he's only there for a day. He's still dead. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> All right, so we rated My mind it. Is for me, it, this one's a great rewatch. So, like, I rate everything a 10 out of 10 for Dragon Ball Z, but in reality, I rank it in, like, the lower part of the movie's um, I think it's oh, good. Oh, wow. They're better than this usually? Fuck, yeah. I'm excited. They really are. Um, I think like the only one that's worse than this one for me is World's Strongest. I just think that one's a little goofy. But other than that, like the movies are fucking bomb. The movies are so good. They slap every time. Especially yeah. the... Or you know what? Bra Bio Brawly's pretty bad. But like the Brawly stuff is really, really good. The one and two is like actually excellent movies. Um, Anyway... Yeah, so our rating's that. Uh, guys, if you liked this, you can check out our usual movie podcast on this channel or youtube.com slash Cinema. Yeah, also let us know if you'd like to hear us review like the rest of them. Yeah, I think that that could be a fun side project yeah. for us, especially since these movies are generally 45 minutes. They're easy to knock out. Her and I could even do like double feature reviews. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't have to just be one of them. Um. Yeah, so if you guys like him, tell us. Also, if you want to listen to me talk about Dragon Ball Z or just listen to us talk about TV shows, check out youtube.com slash a pilot podcast or a pilot podcast on Spotify, wherever you may get your podcast at. It's available everywhere. You have your own channel, too. I do. YouTube.com slash Logan Tyler. It's got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's about all I can say about it. Thanks right. for listening. See you later, kids.